0: Sullivan here to remind you to stop putting screens on your gutters. Better to schedule a free estimate with the local experts at Gutter Helmet so you stay off the ladder. Visit gutterhelmetindy.com. With Gutter Helmet, you'll never clean your gutters again. GutterHelmetindy.com.
1: Good morning. It is Wednesday, January 25th. It is seven minutes after nine. And you're listening to Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Well, good morning, Rob Kendall. Are you in jammies? Oh.
0: Uh, That's none of your business, Casey. Okay. Here's here's what I did. What'd you do? Well, some people may say I wimped out because I worked from home today. And Mm -hmm. I woke up this morning, and I went outside. and It was hard to see because it was night. And then I put all that effort yesterday into setting up my remote kit here at home. I thought i have already done the effort. And Mm -hmm. so about an hour and a half ago, I was feeling, man, I kind of wimped out on Casey and Kevin. Then I realized it's supposed to snow like this until like 2 Mm p.m. So I figured I actually probably saved myself from a grisly, untimely demise, which means I won big for the people of central Indiana. Mm -hmm.
1: Well, if you're following along on YouTube right now, which you can do, just type in Kendall and Casey into the YouTube search bar and you can see that the camera that is normally shooting Rob's beautiful face is now uh, directed to the circle and we're watching the snow come down on the monument, okay? While you were setting up last night your at-home kit, I did a search of my home and (laughs) guess what? I did not find any documents. I did find a $10 bill in the pocket of a winter coat. I'm gonna call that a win, but I'm gonna wait a week or two before I notify Congress. I don't think they're that concerned about it. However, Mike Pence did inform Congress on Tuesday that he discovered documents bearing classified markings from his time as VP in Carmel. He found those at his house on January 16th and Pence's team conducted searches of his home and the office of his political advocacy group, Advancing American Freedom. Now, according to his team, he informed the National Archives on January 18th that a small box of potential classified documents were found in two small boxes. They were still taped up. They were not unpacked. Another two boxes contained copies of vice presidential papers. And then the National Archives then informed the
0: FBI. Okay, Casey. Now you know how much I just absolutely revere Mike Pence and I think he's just a super upstanding guy and I'm not going to mention anything about the Keel Brothers Oil Company that <laughs> you know how much they screwed the taxpayers of the state of Indiana or how Keel Brothers left a local bank holding the bag on millions of dollars of of unpaid uh, loans. I'm not going to mention any of that. People can do their own research on Keel Brothers Oil Company and Mike Pence's involvement in that. What I am going to say is if you have have the audacity to go on national television and do a high and mighty holier than everyone else interview because let's face it in November Mike Pence went on ABC at a time where he was beginning to ponder his book had just come out etc ponder a run for president and he as, as he has since uh, leaving the uh, leaving the the White House as vice president has never been one to not take shots at Donald Trump and this is when you know, obviously The Trump documents have been discovered And I think we have the audio here, Casey Of him Mm -hmm. being asked directly by ABC News Whether he might have any documents Let's take a listen to that
2: you take any classified documents with you from the White House? Uh, I I did not (laughs) Um, Do you see any reason for anyone To take classified documents with them Leaving the White House? Well, there'd be no reason to have classified documents Particularly
0: if they were in an unprotected area. Okay, Casey. So I don't have any unclassified documents, and there would be no reason to have the documents. Mike Pence has the documents. So here is the offer, and I made this at Robin Kendall on Twitter uh, offer yesterday. If Mike Pence uh, is willing to uh, apologize for the Keel Brothers Oil Company fiasco, a public apology for the first time ever for all the money that it cost taxpayers for screwing over that local bank, if he's willing to apologize for the Keel Brothers Oil Fiasco, go, I'm willing to let this one go. That seems very fair. What say you?
1: <laughs> seems like a good trade. Do you think that he went, oh, crap, we better look. <laughs> and he had Karen rummaging through all of his things. <laughs> What, what's in the basement? We better look.
0: <laughs> uh, well, and, but, but, but again, Casey, the thing of it, it's not the documents themselves, because we have talked about this, whether it was Biden or Trump or now Pence. It is not the documents themselves. It, because, again, when you are vice president or president of the United States, of course, as you're moving probably hundreds, if not thousands of boxes, maybe there's something in there. It's the holier-than-thou attitude that people like Joe Biden and Mike Pence took. And when you go on national television, and you assert to someone, well, of course I don't have them, and well, there'd be absolutely no reason for that to happen, then you should be in big trouble if you have taken the better-than-everyone-else approach.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, you know what? Mike Pence used to sit right there in that chair, and I was going to have you look under it today to see <laughs> if there were any documents. But since you're not there, when we're in our commercial break, I'm going to scout your area just to make sure that we're clear, that we don't see anything. But uh, Donald Trump, Trump had a few things to say about this, but before we get to what Trump said, which I can't tell if he was joking or being serious, let's listen to Corinne Jean-Pierre. She was asked about it, and here's what she had to say.
2: Look, I'm not going to comment on any ongoing uh, criminal investigation or any investigation. As you all know, the Department of Justice uh, is uh, independent, and we will not politically interfere. We've been very, very clear about that under this president. The president's been very clear since his campaign uh, uh, promises, and so I'm just going to refer you to the Department of Justice. Okay,
1: so did the White House press secretary just say Pence was under a criminal investigation? She said, I'm not going to comment on a criminal investigation.
0: So that's really interesting, right? And again, the thing whether it is Biden or it is Pence, before we get to Trump here, the thing whether it is either one of those two people apologies aren't going to cut it because you were the ones who went out there and made the proactive statement, right? Like if Mike Pence had said nothing and said, oh my gosh, I found these uh, documents and I turned them right in. Okay. He would get the same grace that uh, I said Trump should be getting or, or, you know, or Biden should be getting before Biden opened his mouth because this stuff happens. But when you make the definitive assertive statement and he had that traditional, just condescending Mike Pence look on his face as he made the statement, Of course there wouldn't be any reason for that To happen then I don't think an apology is going to Cut it because you were so adamant That you wouldn't do that And that there was no reason for it to happen and we all Know why he said it he said it because he wants to be president Of the United States he's going to have to get through Donald Trump He's trying to ding Donald Trump and you know uh, Mike Pence always tries to go at people But come off like he's not coming at people And that's what this was so for me an apology is not going to Cut it because you were so adamant About it
1: okay so Trump said Mike Pence is an innocent man He never did anything knowingly dishonest in his life. Leave him alone. (laughs) Or, or he said, Mike Pence is an innocent man. He never did anything dishonest in his life. Leave him alone. It really depends on which way you want to take that. I can't tell is Trump being serious or not.
0: Well, that that's the problem with social media, right? And that's also the problem with Trump, is you don't know. I would hope it is the latter, because if Mike Pence runs for president, maybe we'll spend some time talking about all sorts of well, less than honest things he might have done as as uh, as governor. Those will be some great stories. We'll hold those off until Mike makes up his mind. Uh, but I would hope if that was Trump being that was just Trump being facetious, because that's ridiculous if he's defending Mike Pence.
1: Yeah, and why is Mike Pence coming to the rescue of Joe Biden? It seems like. He didn't have to come out other than to say, oh, man, I better look and make sure. But at this point, doesn't it seem like, well, you know, I've got some, too. I've got some, too. I mean, do we have to call Al Gore now? And do we have to go down to Arizona and find Dan Quayle? Like, do we have to go through everybody's house now at this point?
0: Every single one of these people has classified documents, because, again, it is not because there was probably no now in the case of Biden, who knows? I mean, the fact that they're like in his garage and stuff that's different than being in an office or being in a, you know, a a, a university or something, you know, something of that nature. They were they were in his garage, Casey. Uh, But (laughs) but the reality is all these people probably have them because as you're moving all those things and if you don't look at them for 15, 20, 30 years, whatever, in the case of someone like Dan Quayle, of course, that's likely to happen. But it is the condemnation of Donald Trump that puts all these people in the crosshairs. Hey, speaking of dishonest people, Mm -hmm. uh, did you see this Ticketmaster thing that happened yesterday?
1: Yeah, and we're going to talk about that coming up. It's Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC.
2: Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips.
1: 15 Minutes After 9, you're listening to Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. Some trending stories this morning. Celebrity heiress Paris Hilton seems to have announced the birth of a first child. She shared a picture on social media of a baby's hand clutching a woman's thumb, and she said you are already loved beyond words. Also trending, it looks like Jeff Saturday and also the Dallas defensive coordinator Dan Quinn are the two frontrunners both receiving second interviews for the head coaching job with the Colts. And finally trending, the United Kingdom's Princess Eugenie. She is the daughter of Prince Andrew and Sarah Ferguson, Duchess of York. She has announced that she is expecting another child as well, or rather her first child. It is 19 minutes after nine, and Rob, the Senate Judiciary Committee, committee set its sights on Ticketmaster, calling it a Monopoly in the concert ticket industry. and it was one of the committee's first hearings of the new Congress. So you had some grovelling ticketmaster executives apologizing to Taylor Swift fans for the uh, ticket farce, and the senators were grilling them about monopolizing the market pricing and how they're pricing kids, Out of concerts, high schoolers who just want to go see their favorite act, but can't afford it because of the demand and supply conditions of current pricing.
0: Isn't it interesting that this is the first act of the new Congress, Senate, whatever? It is not, uh, you know, it's not inflation. It's not the border. It's not, you know, figuring out, you know, what is going on with the president of the United States and his son. It's that they are going after Ticketmaster. Why? And this is what we talk about with people. When you mobilize in large groups, politicians are reactionary. They don't actually care about the Taylor Swift fans. They don't actually think something egregious is going on because Ticketmaster has been Ticketmaster for a very, very long time. And it is largely, while not in this exact form, it is operated in a similar type of form. But they are upset because large groups of people have mobilized and complained. So when we talk about whether it's property taxes or whatever and say, hey, you got to call these people, you got to write these people, this is why we say it. If you complain enough, they will respond.
1: OK, so Live Nation and Ticketmaster now dominate of the ticket sales since they merged together in 2010. And Amy Klobuchar noted that a government accountability office study found that 27% of ticket prices now go to fees. 27%, you go to a concert and you're online buying that ticket, more than a quarter of the cost is just going straight to fees. It has nothing to do with the artist. It has nothing to do with the show. It goes straight to to Live Nation and Ticketmaster. And Ticketmaster says they were hit with three times the amount of bot traffic than they normally experience for that Taylor Swift show. Because people were wanting to get these tickets, they say part of it is because of scalping.
0: Here's my question though, Casey. Why is this the business of Congress? I agree with you. The fees are complete crap. I agree ticket prices are out of control. But I don't have to buy a ticket. Taylor Swift and her people didn't have to enter into a deal with Ticketmaster. They were, nobody held a gun to their head and forced them to do it. So for, like, Taylor Swift to claim some form of outrage or, oh, my gosh, this is terrible or whatever, well, there wasn't a magic ticket fairy that aligned <laughs> all Taylor Swift tickets with Ticketmaster. You don't have to buy a ticket. So uh, while, again, if I don't like the pricing, like I didn't like the pricing of the Bruce Springsteen tickets, I'm just choosing not to go. Mm-hmm. The, why the government is involved in this is beyond me, because the government has a whole bunch of things they should be involved in that they're not doing anything about, and the things they don't have a business being involved in, well, they'll go to the ends of the earth on that.
1: So these exe- executives, they apologize. They said, we apologize to fans. We apologize to Mrs. Swift, and uh, we need to be better, and we need to do better, and then Marsha Blackburn, the senator from Tennessee, said, Our critical infrastructure in this country, whether it's utilities, water, banking, credit card processors, payment processors, healthcare companies, they all deal with online stuff every day and they get attacked all the time, but yet they manage to make it work. And that Ticketmaster ought to be able to figure out a way to get around these bots. Let's take a listen to what she said.
3: We are off to committee, and this morning it is looking at what is happening with the ticket market, yeah. Ticketmaster, uh, StubHub. You know, you get really frustrated. You think about it. Go to these sites. and can't buy a ticket. It's costing so much money. And then you look at all the other services that are on that app, and you think, What are they doing with my data? We're going to get to the bottom of some of this. Tickets should be available to fans of entertainers. And people ought to be able to buy a ticket without paying up charges.
0: Casey, you know what I'm frustrated by? What? What? The price of eggs. You know what I'm frustrated <laughs> by? The price of gas. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm frustrated by? Two million plus people illegally entering the country last year. You know what I'm annoyed by? The price of a ticket. But it's not the role of the government. And again, it is a. this is why we harp on this with people on this show. That you have to call, you have to legally and, 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 and po- respectfully badger these politicians because that is all they do. They are reactionary clowns, whether it is is the Senate, the Congress, the State House, all they do is respond to the people that they think are annoyed with them because that's all they actually care about is getting reelected.
1: Yeah, well, and this appearance for the executives at Ticketmaster, it's really just an inconvenience for them. I mean, this has been going on for decades. Let's talk about what Josh Howley did. He introduced a bill that would ban members of Congress from trading and owning stocks, and he called it the Pelosi Act. <laughs> What a total troll move. It it does have a longer official name. It's the Preventing Elected Leaders from Owning Securities and Investments Act. He said members of Congress and their spouses shouldn't be using their position to get rich on the stock market.
0: Yeah, I love this because we have talked about this numerous times. How is it possible that a job that pays roughly $180,000, maybe a little more now if you're a senator, a year, that these people go in regular people and almost all of them, Casey, come out millionaires? How is that possible? The way it's possible is because they are allowed to do things that if you or I did them, we would go to federal prison. They are allowed to legally insider trade, and Nancy Pelosi is one of the biggest offenders of this. There's no way these people on what they make and where they live and the cost of where they live should be able to walk out infinitely more wealthy than they walk in.
1: So the Securities and Exchange Commission is recently closing out on a probe of Paul Pelosi's trading activities. The Pelosi's net worth is estimated to be about $171 million. Paul Pelosi's company, which is called Financial Leasing Services, been very successful. Successful, You know, he sold millions of dollars worth of shares. And Nancy Pelosi has gone from $5.6 million to about $30 million between 07 and 2020. And they're claiming, oh, this is just all capital gains and dividends from investments. <laughs> and, you know, we sold a bunch of stock in Microsoft and Amazon and Google and Apple. And isn't that the Democrats' MAGA themselves? And this is a good time to remind everybody they are popular public servants, we are private citizens and politicians should be revered and noble people and that should be the reward for holding office it's 20
0: real quick i just wanted to say this too because somebody I saw on the youtube chat mentioned martha stewart and this is a great example because it's exactly what's going on right now in the uh the the the, uh, classified documents thing where you know we've talked about the guy who took the photo on the ship and it happened to have something bad in the background he was just waving to his parents or whatever and he ended up going to, to, to prison this is the same thing here the politicians in the the classified documents case, Trump, Biden, Pence, whoever are doing things that if regular people do, they would go and have gone to prison. Same thing here with the insider trading. Nancy Pelosi and many other of these people in the House and Senate are doing things that if you or I did them, we would go to prison. And they do it because they write the rules and they can exempt themselves.
1: Yeah, special treatment. Okay, so there is a new poll that came out and Trump Looks pretty good in it, and we're going to get to it coming up from 93 WIBC. 933, it is Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. There's a new Emerson College poll that was released, and in it, it says... Donald Trump holds a three-point lead over President Biden. This is, of course, a hypothetical 24 matchup. And this is a bit of a reversal than what we saw in the last Emerson national poll, which showed Biden had a four-point lead over Trump. So now the turntables, right?
0: Yeah, okay, Casey, uh, just a house cleaning uh, thing before we get into this topic. Kevin and I had planned to make today Warren Zevon Day um, (laughs) because yesterday was Warren Zevon's or would have been Warren Zevon's 76th birthday. Warren Zevon, of course, no longer with us. Mm -hmm. Uh, And we missed that because we were dead set on making sure everyone had the Harry Chapin Day to enjoy. Right. So tomorrow, (laughs) Kevin and I have made an executive decision. We're going to do Warren Zevon Day tomorrow in honor of his belated birthday. And now,
1: i out. I thought Kevin said we were no longer having theme days Music. Well, I decided
3: to make an exception. Oh. Uh, Zvon, I think, deserves a day.
1: You are and, so easily swayed. And,
3: and I have a lot of respect for that man because um, <laughs> shortly before he passed away, he yeah. said something very wise and it taught me a lot about life. He said, to make sure you enjoy every sandwich.
0: Yeah. And okay. Yeah, so, such so, yeah, simple so,
3: life uh, advice. Important, though.
0: I want to make sure we got that out there. I have no idea what you guys are planning to do to ruin this show today, but that's <laughs> fine. You're there. You control the music. I don't have any say. <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> right you didn't even show up to the studio today. You don't get a say. I'm just curious if Kevin succumbed to peer pressure when he was younger.
0: No, this was... I, I simply <laughs> sent Kevin a text message last night, and I said, Kevin, because I knew it would appeal to Kevin's greater good that lives in his heart. I just simply said, Kevin, today would have been Warren Zevon's 76th birthday, <laughs> and Kevin... Kevin, I knew, and he did, would do the right thing mm-hmm. knowing what I was trying to tell him without having to say it. Okay. That's why Kevin's a great person. Mm-hmm. He knows what the right thing to do is. You don't even have to say it. True. Okay. True. Let's,
1: let's talk about this
0: poll. Can <laughs> yes, we? I'm sorry. Okay. Yes, I'm it's sorry. The, I got derailed.
1: The Emerson College poll, it says Donald Trump now holds a three-point lead over President Biden.
0: Uh, so, I wanted to talk about this because I love, 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 love how all over the map these polls are. And it's hilarious how sometimes even the same company can do a poll a couple of weeks apart and get a markedly different result. And to me, that is just. Humorous because we talked about this polls are about a snapshot of a moment in time. And this far out of a presidential election, they are not even really an accurate snapshot of a moment in time. And so you can have from one week to the next. Well, Trump is down nine against Biden and it's all over for Trump. And look, I think that's likely where the public is, is that they're moving on from Donald Trump. But it is utterly hilarious. Unless, Casey, and I, I will turn this over to you, are we led to believe that within two weeks the Biden Biden documents have damaged Mm -hmm. him so much that we've seen whatever that is an eight to twelve point swing in Trump's in Trump's favor.
1: Well, I don't. It's not good. And as he's drip, drip, dripping this out, more questions keep arising, and his credibility is just going down into the toilet. And it's making more people realize all of the lies that we've just been fed. And people don't like that. They want to know that their president is not a crook. And 44% in the poll said they would support Trump compared to 41% who said they would back Biden. But here's where it gets interesting. Again, 10% said they would support somebody else. And then there's that 4% who still say, I don't know. Um, So as far as the someone else, Trump, according to this poll, still holds a 26-point lead over Ron DeSantis.
0: Yeah, and uh, the poll that would matter to me, if any of them matter, which they really don't because it's so far out, but for the the thing that I would take stock in, is what do the internal polls say? Like, if you could get your hands on a legitimate, not one that we're going to put this out because we know what the result will be, because we're you know uh, weighing, they call them weighted in polls, we're overweighting Republicans or whatever. The actual internal polls, because that, tells people what they need to know not versus what they want to know and Abdul's going to be with us tomorrow and he had he had uh, said last week he was doing uh, you know some internal polling as he's pondering his run for mayor I don't know if he's going to be able or want to or whatever release any of that information but those are the polls that really matter because they're trying to get it right like if you're Ron DeSantis and you're pondering a run for the presidency you want your internal poll to tell you the good the bad and the ugly because you have to use that information to make a life Altering decision. Those are the polls that I would want to see. Mm
1: -hmm. Well, and in regards to Abdul, same thing. If the numbers don't look good in his favor, Will he release them? And we've also seen other polls come out where, yes, let's release that because they do look good for somebody. We've seen that with Braun and we've seen that with Jim Banks, how some of these polls are released based on how well they make the candidate look or they're not released based on how bad they make them look. Of course, Biden is reportedly preparing to launch his reelection campaign uh, right after the State of the Union address. We'll see what happens there. It's just it's so early to say, Rob like you mentioned, that these polls, it's just a snapshot in time. So much can change between now and 24. I mean, we're getting the October surprise every other day.
0: No, you're, you're right. And I, it, look, here, here's the thing. This is a two-person race on the Republican side. It's going to be, the Republican nominee is going to be one of two people, Ron DeSantis, or Donald Trump, everybody else, whether it's Pence or Christy Nome or Nikki Haley or whoever gets in, they're running to see themselves on television. They're running to position themselves for, not in the case of Pence, but these other people, administration jobs. The Republican Party has already narrowed it down, and they're probably right in terms of, you know, who are the two top people, DeSantis and Trump, and hopefully both of them will get in mm-hmm. and they will have a great primary against each other because look, we talk about this a lot. Primaries are good. Everybody should have to go through a rough and tumble primary because the rough and tumble primary battle tests you for what's coming up. And in the case of some some place like Indiana, it actually will decide the better person to be the nominee. So that's why when we talk about Jim Banks running for U.S. Senate, I want Mitch Daniels in there because I know Mitch Daniels is going to hold Jim Banks accountable. And I know Jim Banks or or, uh, Mitch Daniels will hold Jim Banks accountable and and Jim Banks will hold Mitch Daniels accountable. We need robust primaries because the more opportunity we as voters have to force people to answer hard questions and take clear positions, on things the better off we're going to be
1: okay let's talk about this other poll that came out and this was a trafalgar group poll and it said a majority of voters fault dr fauci for the handling of the covid 19 (laughs) pandemic and 52 percent of voters want him investigated
0: yeah, the tables have certainly turned here, right? Because think about when the pandemic first started, no matter what ridiculous thing came out of Fauci's mouth or what hypocritical thing he's proven to do, you know, where he's going to a ball game where nobody else can go or he's, you know, on the cover of InStyle magazine or whatever, you know, everybody was just willing to overlook everything he did, even when it was so blatantly obvious of how hypocritical it was. And I, I at least according to this poll, maybe some people have finally started to Wise up to what a con man this guy actually is.
1: So they're saying that there's been inconsistent testimony yeah. about his research leading up to the pandemic. And the poll offers a strong message that to this new Congress that people want him investigated. They want to get to the bottom of this. But here's the question, Rob Fauci has mastered the I don't recall answer. <laughs> yes. And people want answers, but are we ever going to get any? It, it It seems futile because you can investigate, you can put him up on the stand. And if he just says, I don't recall, I don't recall, I don't recall, what's the point other than costing taxpayers money?
0: Well, and and this is what people need to realize about the whole COVID thing is it was almost all of it just made up as people went along. I mean, think about here in Indiana. Let's take Fauci out of the equation because we all know how ridiculous he is. Look at what they did here in Indiana. And I'm not just talking about air quote the science of uh, people like Dr. Box gynecologist who were proven to be complete and utter hypocrites who after they had gone to their kid's wedding where there was uh, hundreds of people there photographed not wearing a mask. She has the audacity to go on statewide television and finger whack about mask wearing, I'm talking about the politicians, too. Think about in Fishers, where the horrific mayor of Fisher, Scott Fadness, at the busiest time of the year over the Christmas holiday, just arbitrarily said, well, I think all businesses should have to shut down at 10 p.m. Well, Mr. Mayor, why would that be? Well, because of science. Well, what, COVID st- starts at stops. 10? I mean, yeah. and, and, but but the problem is these people never get held accountable for it. Scott Fadness was never held accountable for destroying, in many cases, local businesses with utterly ridiculous nonsense that he totally did to pander to other people to be liked in social circles. So all of these politicians, Holcomb, Scott Fadness, Dr. Box, gynecologist, Fauci, whoever, they're, they 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 are all ridiculous.
1: I thought one of the interesting... Parts about this survey was that 56% of independent voters wanted Fauci investigated. So that that's not party lines. This isn't people defending him. 56% of independent voters say they want this guy looked into. Now I know you, Rob, like to have the theme days with the Harry Chapin and the Warren Zevon, but just people what they want. Yeah, Justin Bieber is in the news. Do you think he deserves a day?
0: I couldn't name you two Justin Bieber songs, Casey.
1: Okay, well, we're going to talk about him coming up because he's about to (laughs) make a whole lot of money. And it's on the way with Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC.
2: Life is so much more than a diagnosis. It's about sharing time with those you love, hanging with friends who lift you up, and experiencing all those moments that bring you joy. All hits, no skips. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at kisqal and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. So long live singing to the oldies, jamming out to something new, and everything in between. You know you love me, I know you care.
1: Uh-huh. Look what Kevin's doing today. 948, it is Kendall and Casey on 93 WIBC. That is the sound of Justin Bieber. So, the (laughs) Biebs has sold his entire music catalog. It's featuring songs from his entire 15-year recording career for a whopping $200 million. So, this guy's 28 years old. He sold all the music rights to the Blackstone-backed Hypnosis Songs Capital. And his songs are going to be continued to be administered by Universal Music. So it's not like he's done writing music, but the ones that he already wrote, the six albums that he's already put out there, they are now going to belong to someone else. And $200 million is coming his way.
0: I can't name Casey can you can you name five Justin Bieber songs? Can you do it off the top of your head?
1: five I, I know I can name three uh, sorry uh, baby uh, the the I got my peaches down in Georgia song
0: okay um, there's three
1: yeah I mean I, I could sing I could sing some. Uh, what, what am I missing here, uh, Well, I'm,
0: I'm just, I just feel like if you're struggling to name, like if the average person is struggling to name five songs, like if you were like, name five Leonard Skinner songs, cool, mm-hmm. go, everybody could do it. Name five CCR songs, okay, cool, do it. Name five Led Zeppelin songs. You, what I'm saying here is if you're struggling to name, fi- if the average person is struggling to name five songs from an artist, there is no way that person should be getting $200 million for a catalog that you are struggling to name five songs.
1: Well, I also think that I might be somewhat... Somewhat, just slightly, ever so slightly, out of his target demographic.
0: Yeah, but if you're buying a catalog, Mm -hmm. right, you're buying that catalog because... You know at least in premise You would be wanting to use this person's music In advertisements You know mm-hmm. you would uh, you would be wanting to figure out ways To monetize That person's catalog because let's face it Most people are downloading and let's face it Many people downloading illegally The uh, person's music or you're watching it For free or you're not really making money The traditional way it used to be like Hey people are out buying this album They you know, will forever buy this album That's not how you're making money today And so if you're struggling struggling to recognize or name five songs and let's face it you have a daughter who is of age of the they they would be into the a Justin Bieber type music mm-hmm. the, the, the 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 average person is probably struggling to do that too that just seems like a lot of money to pay
1: it does seem like a lot of money and on top of it he's already worth an estimated 300 million and now he's going to get another 200 million on top of that I mean, he has sold a lot of records. Just because you and I can't name a bunch of songs from the guy doesn't mean that he doesn't have a lot of hits. He's sold 150 million records worldwide. He's already one of the most successful recording artists in history. He's been part of the global lexicon for 14 years now. I mean, we've known a lot more about his haircut at times than his music. But this acquisition is going to rank him... Among some of the biggest deals ever made for any artist under the age of seventy in music history,
0: He's right. Got- and so, my my question, Casey, to you is why? <laughs> who are these people? Let's. I mean, who are these people who are like, yes, we need more Justin Bieber? Mm-hmm. Who are these people? Does your daughter does your daughter like Justin Bieber? Like, would she go to a Justin Bieber concert? She's twenty one years old. Mm-hmm. Would she go to a Justin Bieber concert? P- probably. I mean, really? yeah. What 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 where did you fail as a parent then?
1: <laughs> what that she likes the hits. Um, you know, I, I, I don't know if she'd go out of her way to see him, but you know, if he was gonna be nearby and she could get a cheap ticket, yeah, she'd probably
0: Kevin, go. Kevin Kevin, what is the lure of Justin Bieber? Why do people like this guy? What is it? Tell me.
3: Uh, he's just a famous pop star. I mean, I remember it, when he was starting to blow up, I was in high school and I think he was like 13 or 14 at that mm-hmm. time, and yeah, he's just yeah. I guess he's just like a teenage pop sensation. Sure.
1: Yeah. I mean, he's got a catalog that has almost 82 million monthly listeners and over 30 billion streams on Spotify.
0: Wait, wait, wait. wait. What 30 did you billion just say streams. there? Wait, 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 wait. You said you, there's a bunch of things and, mm-hmm. and uh, technology. You know, I, don't know, I don't know technology, Casey. What'd you say? What is it? Tell me again.
1: 82 million monthly listeners and over 30 billion streams on Spotify alone. Just Spotify, 30 billion streams.
0: But what are they listening to? Like, if you're going to say, okay, the Rolling <laughs> Stones had that, okay, there's, you know, 60 years worth of music there, or the Beatles, okay, mm-hmm. or, you know, Bruce Springsteen, or, you know, the Led Zeppelin, whoever, okay, I get it. There's only like nine songs this guy has. Like, what are people listening to? What the are, same what
1: song are, over and over again.
0: No, yeah, they he has are a not. very
3: dedicated fan base, yeah. too.
1: Right.
0: Exactly. You're, te- you're, te- you're they're loyal to him. 30 million people go and listen to the same, I mean, how many albums could the guy possibly have? He's 28 years old. They're going to listen to the the same six albums? (laughs) Yes, six studio albums. You're telling me 30 million people have so little to do with their life that they said the same six albums over and over and over again, of which of those six albums, there might be 10 songs that are even markedly decent. That is what they're listening to all day. Yeah, no,
1: but I'm not telling you 30 million. I'm telling you 30 billion with a B. Oh, I thought you said, what? what, Even more. 30 billion
0: streams There's not 30 there's not 30 billion people in the How many people though? What you say?
1: He's getting 30 billion streams on Spotify.
0: Okay, but how? But how? But how many people? Like, how? It has to be a small group of people that just all day just hit, hit, stream, 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 stream. He, There's no way that there is, are enough people that actually would cons, would subject themselves to consuming this guy, right? I mean, it just has to be
1: 82 million monthly 82, listeners. Even worse. Eighty-two that's million a, monthly.
0: I get that Spotify is a global thing, mm-hmm. but think about put that in American perspective. That is more than uh, what a third, a third, a fourth, a, third, a fourth of the country. If you just said now uh, worldwide, there's obviously eight billion people or whatever. But that's still an exorbitant amount of people who really need better things to do with their time.
1: Okay, so I'm going to start advocating for Justin Bieber Bumper Day just because it's fun to say. <laughs> Justin yeah. Bieber Bumper Day. <laughs> That does sound fun. <laughs> uh, let's talk about Jeff Bezos, what he's doing. He denied a report suggesting that he's selling the Washington Post in an effort to buy the Washington Commanders. This came from a spokesperson, and we always know spokespeople, they always tell the truth. Absolutely. But in reality, the Washington Post would barely be a down payment for the Commanders.
0: Yeah, we talked about this yesterday. If you had enough money to buy anything, wh- would you enjoy buying anything? And, and as a follow up to that, if you had enough money to buy anything, why would you sell something? Like mm-hmm. what what Jeff Bezos needs the money? I mean, I'm you know, in life sometimes collectibles or whatever. Oh, well, I've got to sell this so I can buy that and that will make uh, I will enjoy this more. He doesn't have to sell anything. It's not like he needs to sell the Washington Post in order to buy the Washington Commanders.
1: No, that's true. This is most likely a distraction, a shiny new toy but he doesn't have the seven billion on hand to buy the commanders uh this is maybe how he would create liquidity but that doesn't matter anyway because he's going to get other investors to help him buy the nfl team if that's what he plans on doing
0: anyway is this just a bieber
1: it is do you think Yikes. the Washington Post reporters could do a better job of breaking the story if they were being sold?
0: I think they need to figure out, I think Washington Post needs to figure out why people are downloading the song.
1: Okay. <laughs> it is Kendall and Casey. It's 93 W.I.B.C. Good morning. you always be.